hello, hello. Welcome back to the Going Coastal podcast, the podcast of the Students and New Professionals chapter of the American Shore and Beach Preservation Association and hosted by the American Shoreline Podcast Network. I'm one of your co-hosts, Marissa Torres. And I'm John Miller. I'm one of the other co-hosts. And with us today, we have two incredible young women and your current leaders of the Students and New Professionals chapter, Miss Taylor Zimmerman and Miss Wendy Laurent. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having us. Welcome to the show. So this episode is going to bring you some updates from the SNP chapter itself, since we've had some change in leadership and we're working towards setting new goals for the organization this year. So with that, Taylor and Wendy, would you like to introduce yourselves? All right. I am Wendy Laurent. I am the vice president of the Students and New Professionals chapter, and I have been a part of this organization, I think, for about three years now. Uh, Ever since I graduated college, I really got more involved, and it's a really great place to share ideas and talk to other young professionals. Uh, Personally, I now work for Taylor Engineering as a coastal engineer. And my name is Taylor. Um, I am a marine engineer with McLaren Engineering Group in the New York City area. Um, I've been with SMP for about three or four years now. Um, I joined SMP and ASPPA first uh, in grad school at Stevens with John. And I'm currently the acting president of the group. And Taylor has the honor of being the first guest that, and the only guest that's been invited back. So this is Taylor's second time on the show. So, <laughs> yes, so we didn't scare her away. This is true. Welcome back. First recurring. Snaps for us. It, it, it's an honor. So you both kind of introduced yourselves uh, and told us a little bit more about how you got involved with SMP. Um You know, I think it's an exciting time, little change in leadership, um, but also some continuity because, again, Taylor was was with SMP um, in a board role prior. Um, So I guess, you know, why don't I just open it up with a very broad question and say, hey, you know, what's new with SMP? Like what's going on? You know, what do you have working on? What are you guys working on? Sure. Yeah. Just a bit of background too. Um, SMP, for those who don't know, stands for the Students and New Professionals chapter um, within ASBPA. We, we really have a, a mix of students and professionals, both in grad school, undergrad, and then in the coastal fields, um, anywhere within about 10 years of graduating. So we have a really mixed group um, and we meet about once a month with Zoom or, or Google Meet. Um, and we just discuss upcoming events, um, events that have happened, um, current topics and anything like that. And usually our our main goals of the group is to hold games at both the Coastal Summit and the annual ASBPA conference. So recently with all the virtual events, we've held virtual trivia and Pictionary for the conferences. And then in at the in-person conference in the past, we've held volleyball tournaments, mini golf tournaments, scavenger hunts, And we're always looking for new ideas. So if anyone has a new idea for a new game or competition, bring it up to us. Uh, We hold a mixer at these conferences as well for all the students and new professionals. That's really fun. Usually most people at the conference come to this and it's a 
great place to get to know everyone and just have open, laid back conversations. Yeah. So the, the, the engineers have beaten the geologists at volleyball, you said, trivia, mini golf. Uh, am I leaving anything out? Everything. Yeah, great. That's a good job. <laughs> Scavenger hunt. Yeah. All, all the events. Engineers uh, come out on top. What are the statistics, though? Like how many engineers actually show up versus how many geologists? That's a that's a good point. We should we should count that up uh, in this upcoming coastal conference. I think we need a hypothesis and some scientific evidence too. I agree. It's very engineering of you. <laughs> bias, though. How are we going to account for <laughs> heuristic biases? No, that's great though. I've always um, really enjoyed doing the games these past couple of years virtually. Have been a lot of fun. Um, in case any of you listeners out there have attended either conference and have seen my face and heard this voice giving your trivia answers and questions um you know that i like to have a lot of fun with it and i hope that we're able to continue that in some sort of capacity um especially uh as we move towards maybe a hybrid event or even like in person um in person trivia might also be fun if we had like an in person jeopardy I don't know, like we can get creative with it and how much flexibility we have at the events. But um, uh, yeah, you know, I digress. We're just we're just talking about games here. But it is a it is a big part of S&P. Yeah. Some other big things we do, I guess we can go into that is the Coastal University Guide. So we have an online guide that looks at all the colleges and universities in the United States that have coastal programs of some sort. So this is all put together by SNP members um, and updated by SNP members. And really, we need the help of everyone to keep it up to date. So on our website, there is a form that people can fill out um, and submit information. And then we update this web platform either annually or biannually based on how much feedback we get. And it's a really great resource for students that are looking to enter the coastal field and trying to find a program that's right for them. Yeah, I think that's a it's a it is a great resource, and as somebody an academic who, you know, relies on information like that to direct people to our program, I think it's a really valuable role that SMP has uh, stepped up to to fill. And you know, I think it's worth pointing out that although, although we joke about engineers winning the competitions, I think it's, it's important to to point out that that Coastal Universities Guide is very broad and includes engineering, geology, coastal science, coastal management. It's pretty much, uh, you know, anything that has to do with coastal, um, you know, you're welcome to join that, that Coastal Universities Guide um, and be represented. So, uh, yeah, get in contact. If you're not in it and you want to be in it, uh, let us know and we'll get you in there. So since we last uh, talked about the Coastal Universities Guide last year with even Taylor, what are have there been any like new features or new capabilities in the in the guide? So there are some works in progress that um, have been in progress. The biggest thing is we switch platforms, so we had to switch uh, different servers on the Esri platform. Uh, so that was the biggest accomplishment of last year, and right now we're really just working to streamline it and trying to make it more. Uh, user-friendly for users. So working on that, um, and hopefully by the time of the national conference, we'll have a new update out. Yeah, and in addition, we also have a new chair 
who is leading those um, those changes. Um, her name is Leanne, and she's a student at Florida Atlantic University. Awesome. Thanks so much, Taylor. Perfect segue. I was about to um, also shout out the rest of the board members. So Taylor and Wendy, we're tag teaming president and VP. Our new social chair is Temi Adowu. Wendy or Taylor, do you know where he's from? Yes, he is studying at uh, the University of Delaware. Awesome. Is he a PhD student? I believe he is an undergrad. Cool, cool. Uh, And then like Taylor mentioned, for the Colston University's Guide, our new chair is Leanne Hauptman. Uh, our treasurer remains Jeremy Smith. Um, I am your podcast chair. And our one student chapter at Stevens is still run by Nikki Zuck, who we've had on this podcast previously. Um, but do either of you guys want to talk about um, any potential, like any updates from the Stevens chapter or any updates towards um, new student chapters? Sure. Yeah, that that's one of our initiatives for the coming year is to try to increase the amount of student chapters that we have. So Uh, Like Marissa said, we currently have one chapter, and that's at Stevens, and that's one student chapter. Um, So we're looking to potentially create a few more chapters within the next year or two. Um, We've had some interest already, so I think the next step is to figure out how to make them chapters and then help guide them with um, how to how to host events and and other other things that they they can do as a chapter at the school. So that's one of our main initiatives for the next year. And I'll just jump in and say that the Stevens chapter is is certainly still active with Nikki, but um, we're having some transition with some, some students graduating, which is always a good thing, um, but also a handful of new students coming in. So that'll be one of the first things that we do is indoctrinate them into, or into the Stevens chapter and introduce them um, you know, to the SMP uh, chapter as a whole. And hopefully... Um, get them to at least some of the conferences. I know uh, the Northeast chapter of Shore and Beach Preservation Association is having a uh, local conference in the fall. Um, and, you know, hopefully that'll be an opportunity to, uh, I guess, advertise and talk a little bit about SMP and um, as well as the Going Coastal podcast. And maybe uh, even through that event, get some, uh, drum up some interest in other student chapters. So I have to I'm going to ask you, Taylor, to remind me about that. So make sure we we do that. Yeah, definitely. And even in in my experience at Stevens in the student chapter, I had um, a lot of good networking opportunities. Um, Specifically, we did one event with COPRI, uh, which is an ASCE um, chapter, and we had a mock interview. So we had a bunch of or a handful of professionals from uh, local companies come in and have mock interviews with the students. And that event was actually how I I got the job that I'm at now with McLaren. So these events are really helpful for students. Um, And yeah, you never know, you might network, get a job or, or meet some important people. Yeah. I have to say that's one of my favorite events that, you know, we've done, we've done sort of the more typical, um, I guess typical um, things like beach cleanups and and things like that, which are fun and enjoyable. Um, but I, I do think that uh, 
that professional development with the mock interview session that uh, that we ended up running with the Copri chapter um, has really been benefit. And you're not the only one who's gotten the job out of that. But that's a, I think it's a great way that a group like SMP and the Stevens chapter and, and Copri, I think that's a, a great service that we can provide. So hopefully we'll be doing more of that in the future. Yeah. And that's on our, our list of things to to include an SMP. Um, another idea that SMP had like that was to do kind of a virtual professional development with professionals. And that idea was a, a recent one in which we we think that we're going to have professionals come on our, our monthly calls and have like a, an informal uh, conversation about being a professional and the professionals can give advice, um, talk to students and just have a discussion about about the workforce and the transition from being a student to going into uh, the professional field. That sounds great. Really takes advantage of our what seems to be continuing virtual lifestyles. Um, I'm wondering, you know, it would be really great to really get some support uh, from or maybe not support, but like advertising almost with other universities uh, or or through universities getting students involved in that way. Um, I don't know if like, do we have a plan? Is there a way? Because with, with, with the folks that are on the board now or who regularly participate in SNP, uh, is there a way for folks to get engaged with S&P to join uh, on these calls? How do we how do we reach them and how do they reach us? Good question. Um, we do, we welcome everyone to our calls. So even professionals who've been working for 10 plus years can definitely join um, and talk to the students and see what, what events we have coming up. Um, but I also join the monthly chapter president's calls where it's the chapter presidents all throughout ASBPA. And that's where I, I give the update of what SMP has been up to. Um, and in that last call, they seemed very open to joining some SMP calls and even um, offering some time to, to give those professional like talks and discussions. But really, anyone can join our calls. Uh, it's just a matter of shooting us an email um, and then becoming a member of ASBPI, which is fairly reasonable for students to become members. Um, and then just being active and participating in our calls, we're always welcome to having new members join us. And we'd love to have new ideas and new faces show up at our meetings. Yeah, I think that's, you know, certainly good advice. And I think it's, it's uh, you know, in, a, in addition to, you, you don't, don't feel like, I guess the thing is don't feel limited to um, one specific group or chapter, right? So the, there's the SMP chapter, but there's other ways to get involved at ASBPA through the Science and Technology Committee, um, the Government Affairs Committee. Uh, there's the uh, regional chapter, so the Northeast chapter. Um, and it's, you know, certainly you're welcome to participate in more than one of those activities. Everybody's always looking for volunteers. And it's a good way to kind of find your footing, I think, and find out more about what's going on more broadly in ASBPA. So uh, definitely say keep that open. Right. And and there's a lot of membership over, overlap too. So a lot of people who are members of 
the regional chapters also are members of SNP um, and science and technology. And that really also helps um, have some continuity in between chapters and everyone keeping everyone up to date on what's happening. So I guess, Taylor, um, I mean, let's let's find out a little bit more about how and why you decided that you wanted to take on the role as the president of, of the SMP chapter. Sure. Yeah. So like I said, when I started getting involved in SMP, I was a student at Stevens um, and we had some great um, networking events, um, had a few field trips that I really liked. We got to go to conferences and um, I got to kind of be involved in the board as a student, which I really liked because I was able to to meet professionals and other people in the coastal field who had a lot of experience. So from that standpoint, I, I enjoyed um, like the the opportunity that it gave me to see different people in the in the coastal field um, to ask questions, to see what they're doing, see what kind of projects they're working on. Um, so once I graduated and I got a job, I wanted to stay involved to one, keep those connections going, and then two, to kind of help students and guide students through that same process that I went through, um, just because of how helpful and beneficial it was for me. And I guess Wendy, I'll ask you the the, the same question. Um, obviously, how did you how did you become interested in taking on a, a leadership role within SMP? So, unlike Taylor, I was not involved while I was in college. I actually attended the University of Rhode Island with Marissa. So, shout out to the Rhodey Rams Ocean Engineering Department. Uh, Let's go Rams. <laughs> uh, but we were we did not have a student chapter there, um, nor were we involved with ASBPI. So when I started my job at Taylor Engineering, uh, a lot of my coworkers were pretty heavily involved with ASBPI, and I decided that it was something I was interested in. And after attending my first conference, uh, I talked to the SNP group there and attended one of the mixers and just saw what a great community it was. Um, and really the opportunities that present it presents students are amazing uh, to have these connections and almost such a safe place to talk about transitioning into your career, um, just different things going on in university. It's a good open floor for young professionals and students to mix in and talk about things. So I, I really appreciated speaking with other people that were going through the same things and decided I wanted to be a part of that group. Uh, so last year I was the Coastal University's guide chair. Um, and then this year with we reorganized and some people moved around and decided to leave the board. So I stepped into the VP role to help out Taylor. How nice. Thank you. I realized uh, as you were talking, Wendy, that if it weren't for that first year you went to ASPPA as a professional with your scour presentation and I had convinced <laughs> my, my like boss, like kind of PI at the time, like this is relevant to what we're doing. And even though I'm not presenting, I am supporting this presentation and you should send me to ASPPA. And he did. 
And that is also how I got involved with SNP is that particular conference. Uh, I met Eve, uh, I, uh, who was also in my organization at the time. And that really kind of solidified, like, I can do this as a professional, be involved in uh, this type of this type of organization out like professionally, um, which was really cool. So thanks, <laughs> Wendy. Yeah. And, and with that as well, another really great opportunity is to be able to present at the conferences, both as a student and as a professional, but specifically as a student, um, you're working so hard to, to get your research done, um, to do your your thesis or dissertation. And it's really nice to be able to present that work and to be able to talk about it and get feedback from professionals and other students who are working on uh, similar projects as well. As a new professional, and I'm sure as an older professional too, we love seeing the work. Uh, it's so exciting. And I know I'm always envious of all the research topics going on and wishing I could do them. So, And if you don't want to present too, there's always a poster conference as well. So there's two options where you can get your work shown and really discuss it with people in industry. That is a perk. It gets you um, some exposure, even especially for students. Uh, definitely would recommend that. Um, getting highly recommend. That's how I got my job actually, and learned about my company is presenting a poster at a conference. So there we are. It's it's really it's the gateway professional gateway to professionalism. Yeah, conferences conferences are just amazing opportunities and. Uh, you know, the, the, the shame of it, but also, I guess, one of the benefits of the whole COVID uh, situation, right, is that some of that in-person uh, face-to-face has been limited uh, over the past couple of years. But by the same time, same token, I guess, it's it's opened up opportunities virtually um, and potentially provided opportunities for many more students to become involved that would not have been able to travel due to financial considerations. And so I think it's, it's uh, you know... ASBPA in general, um, and this group has been, has done a good job of engaging. Um, I hear so many stories, just just similar to what Taylor and and uh, and Wendy just you know relayed about how important SMP was in their development. Um, so I think th- this group's doing a great job of of engaging those students, even in these less than ideal times. And I did hear you mention poster session. I I know there are some changes to the poster session. I think for this year's conference, I think there is some new exciting stuff. Um, related to poster session. Um, I've heard things like lightning talks and some other stuff surrounding that. So um, I don't know all the details, but I would invite everyone to check out the ASBPA website and uh, see if I'm correct or if I'm completely mistaken. I've never submitted a poster, so I honestly have no idea. But I did hear that the abstracts for presentations, not posters, uh, was extended until the end of this week. Uh, and by this week, that means nothing to people listening because you're going to listen whenever you design to listen to this episode. So in reality, uh, the deadline was extended to May 6th, which is after the airing of this episode. So I'm sorry, but the uh, the deadline for submitting your posters uh, is open until August. And that's really the takeaway of this a uh, little rant here. So you're welcome. I hope that was helpful. <laughs> We're having fun. 
There are prizes too with the poster. There is a poster competition and there are prizes. So tell me about those prizes. How do people get an award? It is voted on by everyone who attends the poster session. So there is a tallied up vote and anyone at the conference can vote. I was going to say bribery, but <laughs> but I guess vote, I guess an open and honest election a vote also works too, right? Either way, just drink tickets. I thought that was the key. They, they help. They help. <laughs> but what does it mean if you win? I'm pretty sure there's a cash prize, but I could be mistaken. All right, we're going to have to check this up with our sources. Can't we just commit, <laughs> you know, ASBPA? What we say here is 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 uh, we're committing ASBPA to giving out a cash prize. It's like you have to now, you know? I, I think that's fair. <laughs> we're, we're trying to think of a prize for the S&P group to give out to help develop a scholarship to send more students to the conferences in the future. So if anyone's got any ideas, but that's been a conversation of ours is how to develop a little bit of a scholarship fund for students to attend our conferences. I, you know, I, I, let's, let's, let's go down that path. I think a little bit more and, and let's, let's talk about that because I think that's, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, I can say, I can say as, uh, a professor who sends students routinely to ASBPA, every little bit helps. And certainly if a student were to come to me and say, hey, I've gotten the scholarship from SMP and it's, you know, even if it's only a few hundred dollars um, and it covers my registration, you know, professor so-and-so now I just need, you know, you to, you to, you to support the rest of my trip. Um, it certainly makes, makes an impact. So I think that's, you know, I think that's a, an amazing idea. Yeah, we're, we're working on the idea and we have some things in our brains. Um, and I know Jeremy's as our treasurer is always looking for ideas of how to actually get us a bank account and be impactful. So we're thinking like 50, 50 raffle, uh, raffle off a bottle of booze. We know everyone always likes that at the conferences things along those lines. Um, but stay tuned or if anyone has any ideas, let us know because we really want to give back to the student population and have more people give them the opportunity to attend conferences because we know how beneficial it is. Yeah. And you, I would just say you might also have some success with, you know, various companies, right? It's always nice to have your name, particularly as a company recruiting students and new professionals, right? It would, it's nice to be the uh, the company that's giving out the scholarship, right? That that's always a nice thing. Yes, we will have to bring up uh, company sponsors for students for sure. Yes, Wendy. How does Taylor Engineering feel about their students? <laughs> you know, I, I I have some connections, maybe. Sure, put, put Wendy on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> if, <laughs> if anybody from else from Taylor Engineering is listening, wink, wink. <laughs> so we're doing a good job of spending other people's money at this point, right? We're, we're committing uh, ASBPA to, to a cash prize at the uh, poster session. Uh, Taylor Engineering is sponsoring a, a scholarship. Anybody, anything else we want to do, we can just, you know, let's just go for it. Go for broke. Someone's got to buy the bottle of booze for the 50-50 raffle, so... I think that's definitely Taylor's job. 
<laughs> I th- they'd be all for it. So, what about McLaren Taylor? How they how are they feeling? I'll I'll put in a good word. Especially since uh, California it might be challenging to get through. Uh, in case you haven't heard, uh, the National Coastal Conference will take place in mid September in Long Beach, California. Put it on your calendars. Start asking. Start begging for permission now. But also, um, if you know anybody um, who is more than um, deserving of any nominations to professional or project-specific awards, those will be open until August as well uh, to be announced at the National Coastal Conference. So there are student awards and professional awards. Check out ASPPA.org to review all of the different types of awards and their focus. And if any one of those descriptions matches somebody that you know uh, in the coastal field who would deserve to be recognized. So those nominations are open until August. Give it a thought. So speaking about the conference, has uh, SMP started to discuss anything related to the conference or is it a little bit too early for that still? We brought it up at our last meeting. Now that the Coastal Summit is wrapped up, uh, we started talking about it and our responsibilities for the conference. So we're going to be looking into what game we want to host at the conference and um, looking into having another mixer for the students and new professionals and really anyone who wants to join. Um, but we have not gone too far into details yet. Figuring out who on the board is able to go and who's going to take what responsibility. I think at one of these conferences, we have to have a surfing contest. It's just, it's just gotta be at some point. <laughs> Long Beach print seems pretty practical. <laughs> are you, are we trying to get injured here? So if you're going to the conference, you know who to find. So one thing with like, you know, we're trying to communicate with listeners. We're trying to communicate with new students and just kind of get our name out there and to get feedback, especially from people, all sorts of people, students, new professionals, listeners of this show. And I know it might be challenging, especially with kind of email fatigue. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely struggling to keep up with all of the different emails across personal and professional. um, And it just seems like a lot. I feel like I'm reading emails all the time. Um, I'm wondering with uh, our new social chair, Temi, um, if what kind of other platforms S&P might be located on and that might be easier or more fun for people to get in contact with us and for us to share some news and information. So Temi is helping out as the social chair and I believe he is working on um, expanding our social media presence, specifically Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, and that's with updates about like SMP events, um, some accomplishments, mem- like member updates and stuff like that. So yeah, you look out for us there. And then another way that I think we're planning on avoiding emails and having something new is to have like an online uh, job board posting. So Wendy, do you want to speak to that a little bit since you've been spearheading that? Yeah, so 
the S&P has regularly sent uh, job opportunities or research opportunities. And historically, we've emailed them out as we've received them. But um, we're working on a new new little Google Doc to throw onto our website where if you're looking for a position, you can go check it there. So it will be very similar to the Coastal Listserv um, that many people are probably familiar with. But this is just a way for us to post information that we're getting from people. And we'll also have a link in there for the Coastal List. So if people want to check out jobs or research opportunities, I think in the next month or two, so maybe about the time this airs, um, it should be live. Right now we have a board posted, but it's been hard to keep that up to date. So this is a new new little initiative we're trying to take. Sounds very nice. Very progressive. We like it. Um, is there is there a, uh, a URL or uh, to that to that listing or like how do people find it or how do they get those notifications? you have to stay tuned. But the way I would do it is I would Google ASBPA S&P and we all have a link right on our webpage on the ASBPA webpage, so. Perfect, that's a great start. When it goes live, we'll send out an email blast and you can announce it on the podcast too. Oh, you bet we will. Ooh, I do see it. I just Googled it right now and it looks super cute. Um, I'm wondering if it's at all beneficial um... I don't know if it would be beneficial for both students or professionals to, as well as jobs, like other relationships with other coastal-related conferences. So you mentioned that we do have a good relationship with ASCE Copry. And I'm wondering if, um, you know, again, I don't want to email blast people or send too much stuff, but also... Uh, linking folks to, oh, well, don't forget, like, this abstract is due at this time for this conference, or um, if SNP has any pres- uh, uh, presence, or mm, how to, like, link mul- link other coastal conferences together with SNP, with ASBPA, if that's on the table. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think we can definitely promote... Um, the regional chapters, ASCE chapters, and anything else related, um, even like school school events or, or like graduate events or anything like that. And we've talked about trying to do uh, some different collaborations with other conferences. I know last year we were talking about trying to coordinate with the YCSEC conference, the Young Coastal Scientists and Engineers Conference. Um, unfortunately things didn't play out mostly just due to some COVID restrictions, but we're, we're trying to really get involved and get people joining multiple organizations and having a place to speak about being a student and new professional. So it it sounds like stay involved is like one of the key takeaways, right? You know, get involved with as many different organizations as you can. Um, do you have any, I guess, either of you, any specific advice, um, I guess, related to making your making that transition from being a student into industry since you're both fairly recent um, in undergoing that transition? I would say my biggest thing is the learning doesn't stop. It will never stop. So 
Be eager for opportunities and continue to always ask questions. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, I think I learned a ton in, in undergrad and in grad school. And then I got to my career and I feel like I'm learning all new things and using the things that I've already learned and building upon that. So I think Wendy makes a good point that you're still going to be learning even after you start working and you're technically not a student anymore. Another piece of advice I would say is to find a mentor um, that is a bit ahead of you in your, uh, in your career and that you can relate to because I think it's really helpful to to have somebody to ask questions to um, and to give you advice when you're looking for it. I couldn't agree more with that, Taylor. And even just having peers too that you can trust and confide in, like members of the S&P. Yeah, even on, on some monthly calls, even if we don't talk about like a formal event, sometimes it's nice to just talk to each other and have a conversation about um, like different projects we're working on or get some advice about your career or professional development. Uh, so that stuff is really helpful. So, so it all comes back to SMP, right? SMP is the place to be. Um, <laughs> it is, it's, it's, you know, ASBPA in general is a very welcoming place. And, uh, you know, SMP certainly has proven to be, you know, even more welcoming um, for those undergoing that transition, maybe a little bit nervous. And I think I've, I've told the story more than once, I think, on this podcast about, you know, attending my first conference and it was an ASBPA conference and, and feeling nervous. And I was from New Jersey and I was at school at the university of Florida and the conference was out in Portland, Oregon, and I didn't know anybody. And I, I just remember feeling so uh, nervous and, you know, all the, the range of emotions that you would feel. And this is back in the time before, you know, SMP existed. Um, but I remember ASBPA in general making me feel very comfortable and at home. But, you know, to have a group like SMP that would have allowed me to kind of feel like amongst friends or people that were experiencing the same kind of uh, circumstances I was would have been so valuable. Um, so I'm really, you know, fast forward 15 years after that, when the SMP group at first and then the chapter now has developed, I think it, it plays a, a really critical role in, uh, in, you know, bringing along, uh, that next generation of coastal professionals. So thanks for all of the work that you guys are doing and want to continue to do. I guess one of the things that we should talk about before, uh, before we leave is what are, what are some of the goals of SMP? We talked a little bit about them. Um, but maybe we should spend maybe it's a little bit more time thinking about kind of what is sort of, the, I guess, the short term goals. And then, you know, what are some of these maybe longer term goals? I mean, where would you like to see SMP, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now? Um, what's what kind of what kind of vision do the two of you have for SMP? I think for for long term goals, I envision uh multiple student chapters of SMP um, at, at different universities. And I think having that, that group of student involvement would really help in networking 
um, and would make the Coastal Conference a really fun time to connect with everybody that you've been talking to um, virtually at meetings um, for the whole year leading up to it. And I think just keeping people connected and talking and having uh, those network connections, career advice and development um, is where we're looking to go. And ultimately, just keeping people involved and talking. How about you, Wendy? Do you have any uh, anything to add to that list, that rather ambitious list? <laughs> yeah, Taylor pretty much hit it all. But I mean, the only thing to really add to that is trying to develop these student scholarships and really getting those solidified and not only giving out one, but giving out multiple to get more students to conferences and really give them that opportunity because it is so valuable. And in the short term, we just want to get more people involved. We want to be helpful uh, to students and new professionals. We want all professionals to be involved with SNP. Please feel free to join us at any time. If you want to talk to SNP, we'd love to have you. Um, and keep on hosting really, really, really awesome and fun games at all the conference events as long as they're games that the engineers can keep winning okay you just have to keep tilting the odds in our favor <laughs> we need it i am very confident in us thanks so much for for those so if i were to you know sum up some of our short and long-term goals you know in the short term we're trying to um, develop our coastal universities guide get more get more things in there uh, updated as needed. We're getting involved on social media. We're working, seeing if we can't get on other, um, linked with other coastal related conferences and those folks get in, getting involved with regional chapters of ASBPA might, um, might help some involvement for some folks uh, to connect with their local ASPPA chapter, um, even if they are a new professional and not a student, um, getting some virtual uh, presentations out there in terms of professional development from real-life coastal professionals on our monthly chats, getting involvement and engagement from every from new people, from all folks in the coastal community, student scholarships, getting another student chapter, and hopefully more and more student chapters. I love these goals. Uh, I love the vision that you two have. Um, I'm wondering, you know, we do host or rather we um, we have to change hands every so often or vote. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, vote on a new board every year. Um, and I uh, from our recent meetings, we had discussed a, uh, you know, new vote. Um, to either keep hands or change hands from those of us involved after the Coastal Conference. So that is a really good opportunity to start getting involved um, with SNP. We will have uh, our meeting after the Coastal Conference. We will vote for a new board. Um, I'm wondering for you two, um, you have these long-term goals, and I imagine that everybody else on the board and in active you know, active participants uh, also will share these long-term goals, but what is our, or what is your um, view or plan for that connectivity across, 
across board members, you know, the continuity rather is the is the word I'm looking for there. Continuity across, you know, change in hands potentially and, and how we anticipate keeping S P alive and those uh, keeping those long term goals in sight. Yeah, I think um Eve was the previous president of S P while I was the vice president. So she knew she would be um stepping down and having me fill in. So she did a really good job of kind of explaining her responsibilities and explaining how she does her job efficiently. Um, And that was really helpful for me stepping into the position to have like a smooth transition into becoming the president. Um, And I think that's something good to keep in mind for myself and the others is to kind of explain your responsibilities to the others, share your ideas, um, just so that we're all on the same page. And once somebody moves on, then uh, somebody can easily fill their chair without feeling too much um, disconnection from from that chair position. And this year's election went very smoothly. Uh, really, we have the a lot of the same people that show up to meetings and are really passionate about the group, they were ready to step up into new roles and fill the chairs that needed to be filled. And I foresee it continuing in that sense where you're involved, then you want to become more involved and hold a chair position. So we're very open and honest with one another. And whenever people are ready to move around chairs, I think people are ready to step up. So. Yeah. And at the same time, um, even so I'm the president and Temi, for example, is the social chair. If he's busy that month with school or with exams, I would definitely like help out and, and take over some of his responsibilities for that month. And I think that goes for every chair. We're, we're very helpful with each other. Um, and we try to help each other out when someone's busy, for example. So I think there's also a lot of connection internally on the board like in between the chairs which is which is really great to see and it and it also helps keeping that continuity across the board for sure you make an excellent point there that if any one of us is struggling or um is just kind of strapped for time at some point we're all there to lend a hand and help fill those shoes or just fill in a gap where we need it um, it just in general for anyone who might be interested in stepping up um, or participating, what what would be or what is your estimate of how much time do you spend um, out of your day, out of your month on S&P goals, either as a participant or in your current positions? How much time are you dedicating to S&P tasks uh, and planning and such? So our, our monthly calls are anywhere from like 20 minutes to an hour, depending on how much we have to talk about that month. I would say we spend a little bit more time devoting our time to, to S&P around the conference time when we're planning games and we're trying to figure things out. So it, maybe it's um, like a half an hour a week, just a little bit of time to spend getting everyone's thoughts, planning things, getting things together. Um, but it, it really varies depending on time of year. But 
we definitely spend the most time around the summit and the conference, trying to make sure everyone's on the same page, preparing for the conferences, um, getting everybody involved. But you can be in, involved as as little or as much as possible. Um, so you can spend, just go on the calls and it'll be a short half an hour every month, or you can be more involved and spend a little bit of time every week um, with the group. So it's it's really open for any amount of involvement and there's no pressure. It's everyone is just uh, do what you're comfortable with and with the time you have. Perfect. So seems like, you know, whatever you're able to contribute, please do so. Uh, if you if you have the time, like we'll take whatever time and attention that you're wanting to give to us. And hopefully that will eventually be more as you start to come and get to know us. Yeah, we say many hands make light work, right? So the more the more people involved, the easier it becomes and the less time that each individual needs to spend on on it. So yeah, definitely, definitely get involved. Um, and through getting involved and especially being involved in the conference games and such and helping to run those and set them up, you meet so many people. Uh, everyone, if you're you're taking scores from the games, you get to meet everyone that played the games, which is great FaceTime, really develops a lot of relationships that you'll likely have throughout your entire career. So it's a good, good group to be a part of. That's a great point. You can't possibly attend every talk at every conference, but you can certainly meet everybody through the social events. So I think that's, uh, especially for those of you who may have that gift of uh, the ability to uh, have that very open personality, be willing to talk to people. Um, not everybody has it, but uh, if you have that gift, it's a great opportunity to to use it to maximum advantage, I would say. We will take it, gladly. And let me say, if it's the scavenger hunt in New Orleans, you want to be at that finish line taking people's scores. There are many benefits. Yeah, like the, they'll buy you drinks as you're taking their scorecard. Quite possibly. <laughs> But yeah, just remember, um, if you are on the Shire side, we're all human. We're all a little weird, even if we don't always show it. So just go up and say hi. It's totally fine. Yeah, some of us even host podcasts. Yeah, we're just chilling. You want to talk on a podcast? You want to talk about whatever we want to talk about? Just just come talk to us. Just come say hi. Um, so with that... We are going to start wrapping up a little bit, but I wanted to ask you both individually, is there anything that you think we missed in this discussion related to SNP or is there anything, any other burning statements, questions, concerns, comments, recommendations that you would like to share with our listeners before we leave? Come join SNP. That's the number one recommendation. Um, and then be eager and always ask questions. We'll take you far in your career. Agreed. And yeah, students and professionals both have something to gain from the group. Um, and it's just fun when there's a lot of people, specifically at the conferences, who you've been talking to throughout the year, and then you all get to meet up together and see each other in person. Um and yeah, it's a good time. It's a great group to be a part of. So thank you guys. Thank you. Uh, thanks for your thanks for your thanks for your 
dedication and leadership. And, and Marissa, you need to be thanked as well. You're a member of the SMP board as well. So thank you for That's doing right. double duty. Yeah. Yes. Our fearless leaders. <laughs> it's no problem. We're just here to get weird. Talk about stuff and things that are good for students and new professionals all around but if if anyone is listening and they do want to be on the podcast you know where to find us just email you can find us at asppa.snp at gmail.com and that will be in the description for this episode wherever you listen to your podcasts so with that i would love to thank our two fearless leaders taylor and wendy of our students and new professionals chapter of ASPPA. Thank you so much for being here and talking with us. Thank you for having us. And we'll gladly have you on again. Again, snaps to Taylor for being our first repeat guest. How exciting. (laughs) (laughs) And just in case, just some wrap ups. Um, Again, ASPPA National Coastal Conference abstracts were due on may 6th but you can still submit your poster by august 1st as well as submit any nominations for student awards those award openings or nominations will be open during the summer and that includes our nicholas kraus coastal scholar award our james houston coastal economics scholar award the Student Coastal Advocate Award, and our Student Education Award. Nominations for ASBPA's Best Restored Shores, not beaches, shores, is open through July 1st. So get those in at ASBPA.org and always check out ASBPA.org for more information related to us and to SNP. So thanks again, everyone.